Some of you may remember about 20 years ago when those rubber bracelets became all the rage. You know which ones I'm talking about. Everyone from kids to your coworkers were wearing them. They came in all sorts of colors and they were all stamped with four letters. WWJD. At the time, this seemed like a brilliant move, a cheap way of getting people to ask, what would Jesus do throughout their day? A simple reminder for folks to be kinder, to um, turn water into wine, and I guess maybe to heal the blind? Well, the sentiment was appreciated, I think the creator of these bracelets hadn't really thought out the implications of what people acting like Jesus would really mean. The problem with what would Jesus do is what we discussed when we talked about the prologue of John. Jesus is fully human. And Jesus is fully divine. To ask us to think about what would Jesus do with every breath we take is to put the weight of the Savior of all mankind on our shoulders. And Jesus is literally God. We are not. Rather, I'd like to see the bracelet, what would J-Bap do? J-Bap, or John the Baptist, was fully human, full stop. He may have been strange, but he knew his ministry was to prepare the way for Jesus, to tell folks that Jesus was coming, and to give them that little push toward Jesus. That's the person I need to constantly be reminded to be. I don't want to be the savior of the world. I don't want to bear the burden of reconciling all of humanity to our creator. I don't want to be the blood sacrifice to atone for the sins of the world. Jesus is already all of those things. And I am happy to make the path to Jesus a little smoother, a little straighter, And to walk alongside someone who is curious about who this Jesus guy really is. Once during an ordination I attended, the preacher pulled out a laser pointer in the middle of his sermon and started waving it around. As the beam of red light floated amongst the rafters, he started talking about the parts of a laser pointer. There was the battery and the light bulb and some electrical stuff in between that. But the important part of the laser pointer, he said, was whatever the laser pointer pointed to. He pointed it at the cross above the altar and explained how our role as Christians is to be the beam of light that points others to Jesus. This is the role of John the Baptist. This is the role we promise to take on in our baptismal covenant as we vow to proclaim by word and example the good news of God and Christ. We are called to point others toward Jesus. And in order to point others to the Lamb of God, we have to get to know Jesus ourselves. We have to see Jesus ourselves. We have to talk to him and walk with him. And it's going to make us act a little weird. Maybe not living in a desert wearing camel hair shirts and eating locusts and wild honey weird, but probably weird in our own unique way. Only then can we start acting like J-Bap, Only then can we prepare the way. In the season of Advent, we talk about preparing the way for the Lord in our own lives. We talk about removing the obstacles in our lives that make it hard for us to have a relationship with Jesus. We talk about the confessing of sins, of setting new habits like Bible study and prayer time, 
and setting a general intention to grow closer to Christ. But John the Baptist is clearing the way for the world to come to Christ. And when we think WWJBAPD, we aren't just thinking about how to prepare the way for Jesus to come into our own hearts. We're thinking about how we can prepare the way for Jesus to come into the lives of others in this world. We can prepare the way by praying for others, especially those who have not yet found Jesus. We can prepare the way by showing our world what true Christian discipleship looks like. Not grandstanding in front of an audience, but by quietly and humbly serving the world one person at a time. We can prepare the way by preaching through word and action the good news of Christ's coming. Much like John, we are not the light of the world. We can baptize with water, but the one who baptizes with fire and the Holy Spirit is coming after us. And we just have to send those folks to Jesus. So Jesus can say, come and see. I have folks ask me sometimes, how do I convert my son or daughter or granddaughter or grandson? And the answer is, you can't. You can only be so weird that they ask you why on earth you do the things you do. You can only love so radically that they wonder where you get it from. And then, when they ask about it, you can point them to the source so they can go and see themselves what this Christ guy is all about. Jesus is the one who converts. Jesus is the one who makes disciples. Jesus is the one who works miracles. The weight of the salvation of the world is not on our shoulders. We are not tasked with saving souls or with saving the church or with working miracles. The church, the world, does not need another savior. We already have one. But the church and the world could use a few more evangelists. The church and the world could use a few more prophets. The church and the world could use a few more disciples. So this week, as you go about your day-to-day activities, don't ask yourself, what would Jesus do? Instead, ask yourself, what would John the Baptist do? Point others toward Christ. Help prepare the way for the coming of the Savior into the lives of those around you. And let Jesus be the one to bid them, come and see.